Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, everybody. Always enjoy the Open Forum Wednesday. Hope that you are doing well. Great to have you here on Listen Up. Did my rant today on uh, the Major League All-Star uniforms. How bad were those? Huh? And I, I did on my rant. You know, it's amazing to me that there's an individual or individuals whose job it is to come up with good-looking uniforms, and yet there's an individual or individuals, particularly at the National League uniform, that said, oh, I think this is going to be a big hit. Oh, yeah, I think this is going to go over very well. I mean, come on now. How awful was that? I didn't watch much of the game. I really had no interest. Think about this. Can you imagine... If Shohei Otani was not in the game, right? I mean, most people would have loved to see De La Cruz on the field, but he hasn't played enough. The standout for Cincinnati. Judge is hurt. Trout is hurt. Can you imagine if Otani was hurt? But what about those uniforms? How bad was that? Good Lord. I don't know whatever happened to being able to wear your own uniform to the All-Star game. I mean, I thought that was one of the, the great aspects of watching the All-Star game. I mean, if you turn the game on in the second, third, fourth, fifth, whatever inning, and the first thing you want to do is look to see if, you know, maybe the player that's representing the team that you root for, or you want to see if any other individuals on the field, you would have no idea. You have no idea. Can't tell. But the uniforms were just awful. Terrible. Again, I don't watch much of the game. So, you know, it seemed like a pretty good game. Two runs in the eighth for the National League. They hold on in the ninth. So uh, their first win in more than a decade for the National League. But again, I, I don't understand how. And, and we see it in the NBA, too, with their god-awful uniforms, you know, at the All-Star break. In the All-Star game. Terrible. Now, I understand the basketball aspect of having different uniforms. I get that, right? Because of the nature of the sport. It could be very confusing being on the floor with all of the different colors. I get that. But for baseball, stupid. Just absolutely 
Stupid. All right, how about Alvin Kamara of the Saints, who has reached a plea bargain, had his felony reduced to a misdemeanor, has to do 30 hours of service, and also had to make a public apology to the victim who was beat up badly by Kamara and his buddies. Must be nice to be a professional athlete, huh? I mean, you got video of the assault, right? No disputing it. Uh, no problem. We'll give you a misdemeanor. See you on the field in the fall. Unbelievable to me. It really is. But anyway, that's been resolved. And now uh, we'll see what the NFL does. The NFL can still punish Kamara. I don't know how you could not punish Alvin Kamara. New York Giants have until Monday the deadline to reach a long-term deal with Saquon Barkley. If not, they are not able to negotiate until after this season, and some feel that his status for week one uh, would be in jeopardy. So we'll find out in a couple of days. All right. You know the routine. If you want to get in on the program, you raise your hand, and we will put you right on. Hope that you are having a good Wednesday. NBA Summer League going on. And I don't know. Do you watch Summer League that much now? Like, do you look at your calendar and go, okay, well, you know, the Kings are playing. I got to watch them. No first round draft pick. You're watching the second round picks. You have much interest. What are your thoughts on the NBA Summer League if you're watching that? All right, let's get to uh, John, who uh, chimes in early on this Wednesday. John, how are you today, sir? I'm doing fantastic, Grant. A little different. I'm uh, caller number one. I'm in Connor's spot, huh? I know. Yeah, well, you got a lot of pressure on you because the leadoff man, uh, you know, sets the tone for the show. I don't like to put any pressure on you, John, but, you know, I'm just pointing out that, you know, you're taking Connor's place as my leadoff man. So, you know, we'll see how you do. Well, you know how I feel pressure, Grant. I will stand up to it every freaking time. That's all there is to it. Well, you did a great job on, uh, you know, the stream on YouTube and, you know, getting your beard shaved. Uh, So, yeah, you know, you did very well under pressure. I I would go along with that. I told you. I told you, Grant. I do it. I'm a gamer. That's what I say. If I say yeah. something, man, it, hey, yeah. actions speak louder than words. I could have said, yeah, I'm going to shave my beard when the Kings make the playoffs, but everybody could think I'm BSing, but check it out. I love it. I love it's it. reality, brother. It's reality. So this is uh, the last day of the week for me, a Wednesday. Steve, okay. my son's got a, his band. They got a show at the Whiskey A Go-Go on the Sunset Strip in Hollywood. Tomorrow, wow. so we're, I'm heading down there tomorrow. He's him and his band just headed up there uh, today. They're probably just about arriving. I hope they are, and I know that uh, Steve's listening. If he is, he obviously saw the notification that I'm on with you on Listen App. So shout out it. to the I love band, it. to their band, Deconstruct. They're playing at the Whiskey A Go Go tomorrow night, man. Anybody, if you happen to be in a uh, San Diego. Head on up north a little bit or anywhere. If anybody's anywhere, just head down there. It's going to be fun. Fun as hell. That's awesome, man. That's great. Yeah. I, I, that's, that's fantastic. This is to all of you guys. Joe, Bobby, Ash, and Tom. 
all four of you guys kick ass tomorrow night, and I will see you guys tomorrow. But let's talk a little bit of sports, I guess, man. You were just talking about the uniforms, which were t- <laughs> mediocre yesterday. You know yeah, what I mean? At best. And in all all-star games or Pro Bowls or what have you, I remember being a kid. I loved it. It was Staubach and Dorsett. You get, all oh, right, both of my guys are on at the same time or later or yep. later on. Yeah. You know, and, and yep. Troy and Michael at the same time. Right on. Yep. All my guys are there. I've seen my – and it doesn't matter what team or when it was Christian and Coy, Coy and Barry Word, they were both in the yep. running back at the same time. It was yep. fun when they had when they could wear their own freaking uniforms, and I, I miss the distinction of that. I guess is what for me the word is to to distinguish everybody from everybody. Yeah, you else. don't know. You know. I mean, on baseball, like, you know, hey, baseball uh, yeah, at least. In, I mean, yeah, at least in football, they wear their own helmets, which make it a you know even with their Pro Bowl uniforms. But in baseball, yeah, they wear their baseball caps, but you can't see on TV when you turn the game on. You don't know who the hell's in the field. They're like clown uniforms almost. You can't tell at all. I agree. No. That's a joke. You know, that was a great, great thing for me always. And, you know, no matter what it was, Dodgers or – you know how it is. It, it's just everybody wants – it's about the mighty dollar. Like you said, everybody thinks – or the, the folks – people that be think they're going to sell an extra jersey because it's an ugly jersey with their guy's name on it or yeah. something. I, I like it. Joke. I like it the way it was. Uh, yep. Yeah, most people do. Most people do. Yep. yep. Hey, Grant, I'm going to let everybody else hop on. I'm on the barbecue right now, cooking a whole bunch of chicken for my trip. Chicken. And I Enjoy, got buddy. On, and I got some potatoes. And uh, I got three kielbasas. So wow. we're going to be rocking it. And you can probably smell it from where you're at, buddy. You have a safe trip, buddy. Enjoy that tomorrow. Have a great time. Hey, I will, Grant. And if you do another Listen App show, I'll try and hop on when I'm down there. But, you know, your schedule's tentative, as is mine. But if I can make it, I can. And if you can make it, you will. And have a great one, buddy. Hey. Thank you, John. Happy weekend, everybody. It starts today. Everybody take the rest of the week (laughs) off. All right. See you, buddy. Good stuff right there. All right. Let's get to uh, some more phone calls. And we say hello to Jerry. Hello, Jerry. I wish I can take the rest of the week off. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Yep. I understand. I, I know most people will feel that way. Grant, you know what, Grant, there's something, Grant, that's been really bothering me, Grant, and maybe you could uh, give me some info. When did the NBA, uh, remember, Grant, when the home team always used to wear the white and now it's different colors yep. every single time? When did that change, Grant? It changed a couple of years ago. I mean, NBA uh, teams now have, what, three or four different uniforms that they wear during the course of a year, and there just doesn't seem to be any rhyme or reason. Do you like that, Grant, or no? No, I don't care for it. I, I don't. I'm a traditionalist. I like in hockey where, you know, at hockey, uh, you know, the teams wear their dark-colored jerseys at home and their white jerseys on the road. Uh, right. I think maybe there's an exception of one game a year where they have – the reverse just so fans can see it, but I'm not crazy about it. And I'll tell you what else. And I know that you probably, and other people don't care about this, but it's a pain in the ass for the teams too, because if you go on, let's say a five game road trip, they might wear three different uniforms, which means that the equipment people have to pack, you know, all the different types of uniforms, not only 
you know, the uniform, but a backup, you know, uniform. And it just, it's unnecessary. It's ridiculous. I mean, you go on a five or six game road trip and you have all this different, you know, cargo you got to put on the plane that has to be packed that people behind the scenes have to do. It's a pain in the ass. Trust me. I know I've traveled. I've seen that. I've talked to the equipment people, uh, you know, little things like that. It's, to me, it's un- unnecessary. You know, Grant, you know, and, you know, it's nice calling your show, sir, because, I mean, I didn't, Grant, I didn't know I was going to call your show ever again because, I mean, Saturday I had an issue. I had the fire department ambulance here for me because my blood pressure was out of whack. But, you know what, things oh, well. seem to be looking better now. My, You know, the blood pressure was up uh, 200 over 110. and uh, Oh, my God. And got that under control. And, uh, but, yeah, um, you know what, I'm going to try not to stress so easily and, you know, just hopefully everything gets, you know, you know, it gets better, but, um, you know, you know, love calling your show, Grant. Thank Thanks you, Jerry. Well, I'm happy that you're doing okay, buddy. Uh, you, you know, take care of yourself. All right. All right, Grant. Thank you. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Let's move along. And, uh, we say hello to, uh, Patrick. Hey, Patrick. Good evening. How are you doing, Grant? I'm good, Patrick. Um, you know, um, there's a couple things that's turned me off to the all-star game in recent years. I mean, first of all, the uniforms, definitely. You know, you always, I remember like when I was a kid, like you would see like, say, Pete Rose, like where is like, you know, like Reds jersey or something. And not that I was a big Cincinnati yeah, fan, but it was, it was like, wow, you know, and, you know, like, you know, and then you'd see like Thurman Munson out there and, you yeah. know, I mean, Reggie Jackson, I mean, you know, that they were, that they wore their own uniforms and it was, it was sort of like a sense of pride, you know? I agree with you. I totally agree with you. Not only that, it was easy to identify when you watch the game. You know, you talk about Reggie Jackson, particularly on those A's teams. You know, they would have three or four different all-stars, you know, whether it was, you know, Joe whoever Rudy it was. Or yeah, or, or, or Sal Bando, Catfish Hunter, you know. Uh, I mean, you could go on and on, and you would know who they are. You could identify them easily. Now, I mean, it's very challenging to turn on the TV and identify who's on the field. I mean, I used to love watching the intros with with, with them wearing their uniforms and like you know, like to be like two Yankees yep. be coming up and then you know. They, yeah, I loved it like, too. Oh, yeah, it was great. Yep. Yep. Um, I'm with you. And then, there's two other things that that I just wanted to point out quick. I mean, I tried watching the All Star game, but um, you know, this the, well. Let me slow down here. There's two things that really got to me in the recent years. One, when Bryce Harper was really big. When he was with um, when he was with Washington, and you know they they put the microphone on so they could talk during the game, which I find very distracting. I don't like that. But uh, they're interviewing him during the game, and he's talking about the football season coming up. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like the All Star game, and you're talking about the upcoming football season. How ridiculous yeah, is that? that? Yeah, yeah that was that was like that was like that was like three years that. ago now. Now, last night you turn on the game, and they're talking to two players while Otani is up at bat. I mean, you know, you're playing this up. Otani's up there. You know, the people in Seattle are chanting for him. But meanwhile, you're interviewing like two players on the field while he's up at bat, and they're talking about Otani. It's like, right? I know. Let the game speak for itself. You know. It's unbelievable, isn't it? It really is. Yeah. It's incredible. It it is unbelievable. And then Freeman, I think they're. I think they were asking him about, 
you know, about, you know, would you want Otani? And he goes, hey, I'm not getting into that. That would be tampering. But he said, I think it's safe to say that all teams would love him. You know, crazy. That's ridiculous. And, um, you know, don't, no disrespect to the women's soccer team, but last night when you turn on the game and I'm looking forward to, you know, intros for the game, they run like a four-minute commercial about the women's soccer team and all these, like, questions about it. Meanwhile, it's like, you know, I want to hear about the games. I want to hear about the All-Stars. I don't want to, you know, hear about another sport while I'm watching that, you know. I mean, it could yeah, it could have been any sport, you know. I know. It's incredible. Uh, I'm with you on that. It's very frustrating at times. Very yeah. frustrating at times. There's no question about that. I mean, I know, here's the problem. Know, Produ- sorry, producers, and pro- producers and network executives – feel like they have to reinvent the wheel when it comes to televising sports. And what happens is they forget to actually televise the sport. I mean, it's a joke. I mean, they all think they got to reinvent the wheel. They got to be extra creative. They got to do this. They got to do that. And then they lose sight of why they're there in the first place. You know, it's, it's it doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, how'd you, how'd you feel about the lion puck? Like, uh, like, like, like 30 years Terrible. ago, when Fox was broken. Yeah, it was awful. It was it, yeah. it was it was one of the worst things I've ever seen in sports. Oh, definitely. I mean, I know they got to cross promote other programming, but I mean, to go on about three minutes about women's soccer. I mean, I'm like, oh, come on, yeah. give me a break, you know? Yeah, um, I I'm with you 100 percent after what you know, uh, and not to get off, but, you know, with yeah. how Megan Rapino has handled herself and what she did. You know, and her being put on a pedestal, I don't even she it's turned me off so much to women's soccer that I don't even attempt to turn it on. I won't even watch it because of her. I I, I will. I don't even go near it because of her. Wow. Yeah, well, I mean, we had Hope Solo a couple of years ago. That wasn't too pleasant either. Well, no, that's <laughs> you know? very, very good. Very, very well said. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Grant. Have a good evening. Appreciate it. Thank you. You take care, Patrick. Always good hearing from you. Thanks. I really buddy. mean that. I won't even watch it. I don't even, you know, I, I, I don't even turn it on. And I, in, all, in all fairness, I'm not that big of a soccer guy. So I, I tell you, I, I did watch the World Cup final this past year with Argentina and France, and it was phenomenal. It was a phenomenal match. By far, without even a close second, you know, the best soccer match I've ever watched. And it, I, it was incredible, Okay. I mean, it was absolutely riveting, but I don't watch a ton of soccer to begin with. So I, I got to put that out there. But as far as women's soccer, anything that Megan Rapino is involved in, I, I'm, I'm done. I, I, I won't even I won't even turn it on. I'm done. Just what an absolute disgrace. All right. If you want to get in on the program, all you got to do is raise your hand. And I will be more than happy to talk to you on this open forum Wednesday. Go in any direction you want. On the field, off the field, on the court, off the court. You know, whatever you want. You know, I don't know if you saw this, that the NCAA found 175 sports betting violations since 2018, according to... The uh, I think it was. I, I want to make sure I get everything correct. I believe it was a NCAA letter obtained by the Associated Press. I'm just, I'm just telling you right now. This is just the tip of the iceberg, and we've talked about this on this show, podcast, and everything else. 
when you legalize gambling in many states in America and you have DraftKings, FanDuel, and other commercials promoting gambling on the actual game that you're watching on TV with the announcers encouraging you to bet, okay? If you don't think there are improprieties going on behind the scenes on all types of levels, then I think we are being naive, okay? If we think that because the punishment is too severe, if you get caught, and therefore it's not happening, uh uh-uh. We've already seen that this year in the NFL with four players that have been suspended, two were released by their team. And think about NCAA and the vast majority of athletes aren't making a penny. Aren't they very susceptible? to being approached, you're an 18, 19 year old, you don't have any money, you don't have any income, and you get somebody that comes up to you and said, hey, you know what, if you can change the point spread of this game, we'll give you $25,000 or what have you, you know, I'm just giving an example. So if you don't think that these things are going on and If you think that it's just going to be eradicated because the penalties are too stiff, think again. There's always an individual or individuals that think they can beat the system. All right? This is just, again, I think the tip of the iceberg. And I I did a podcast on this a couple of weeks ago. And I'm not sitting here as goody two-shoes and saying I don't ever gamble and, you know, I I don't really gamble that much, period. I mean, I'll go to a casino on occasion and play some blackjack. and But in terms of sports gambling, I haven't done a lot, okay? I haven't done a lot. But I'm not against it, just like I'm not against drinking, all right? I mean, I think if you, you you need to do it responsibly and you better not drive, you know, under the influence. And there are certain parameters. It's the same thing with gambling. I mean, I'm not, I don't tell people do not gamble. You know, I don't want to be a hypocrite here. I've done ads for gambling sites, but I always say, wait, make sure you gamble responsibly and only gamble what you can afford to lose. Right. But I don't have a problem promoting it, but I also like to say, Hey, It's not for everybody. And if you're not able to be responsible, you know, if you want to gamble during the football season, and let's say you take X number of dollars, whether it's $100 or $50 or $1,000 or whatever the denomination can be, that's it. You use that to gamble with during the season. And if if you lose it, then you lose it. You don't go back into the well and try to recoup your loss. You know, to me, if an individual is able to do that, then that's fine. Unfortunately, there are too many that feel like they got to make up their losses. So they take that a thousand after they lose it, then go get another thousand, lose that, then try to get another thousand and lose that. 
And then before you know it, they can't pay for their car payment, their rent payment. They can't buy food for their kids. I mean, you know, I mean, this happens every day. So, again, I'm not anti-gambling. I'm not saying don't do it. But in terms of the domino effect with the participants, maybe the officials, you know, we can go on and on. Okay, when you have messaging in front of you 24-7, which is exactly what's going on now with sports gambling, you can't tell me that there's not a lot of nonsense going on behind the scenes, a lot of illegal activity. Of course there is. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Stress. We all have it to a degree, big, small, but I think you can agree we all carry around different stressors. Most of you know what I've gone through the last four years, complete career change, moving across the country, filing a lawsuit, being in the news often, dealing with all of that, trust me, has not been easy. And if you keep things bottled up, it can really have a negative impact on your life. Therapy is a safe space. You get things off your chest. You can figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills. You can set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And you know what, folks? It's not just for those who have experienced major trauma. Hey, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's online. It's easy, convenient, flexible, and it's suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. Switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash grant today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash grant. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right. Let's get to uh, Left Terrace. Hello, Left Terrace. Good afternoon. Hi, Grant. Thank you for taking my call. <clears throat> Thank you. Speaking, speaking of gambling, um, in England, the soccer in Premier, they just uh, uh, penalized uh, one of the soccer players to studying you know, I'm going against the company and one of the players, he got penalized for eight months out of the game. Um, so they, it's a worldwide, worldwide problem. Uh, all the sports in all the countries, yep. they have this problem. So it's spreading around. And I, I don't know, even with the stiff penalties, that's going to stop the problem. Because it, it's a... Uh, it, it, it is, it's a disease. It's a gambling problem. So I, I don't have the answer for that. Um, and I don't sure. have an answer for that either. I don't think there is an answer for that. I mean, it was going on before sports gambling was legalized. It was going on before commercials were being jammed down our throat when we watch games. And now that it is becoming legal and commercials are everywhere, I would think the problem is only going to become more of a problem. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a joke. I mean, you want to penalize, and at the same time, you promote it. It's like, yep. is it bad yep. or it's not bad? I mean, it's a very conflicting messages. Um, yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. Anyway, um, I yes, want to talk is. about, um, at the article I sent to you about Messi, and it was amazing what yep. I read is that 
like uh, you know, Apple TV does already have a contract to t- televising all the MLS games, but because of Messi, now they have to pay extra for customer acquisition. <laughs> yeah, you know, I know, isn't that incredible? I know. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, what an yep. impact where one player does. It's incredible. Let's hope he doesn't get hurt. Oh, yeah, that's true. And he's not as young as he used to be. So, uh, no. you know, he could get hurt very well. Um, so I hope he does better what he, than when he went to France and he didn't do much work, uh, didn't do that good. Anyway, uh, one more comment I want to make uh, is a few weeks ago, you uh, talked about missing the, and you were saying what's going to happen after Messi leaves. Well, I think that the future of the soccer in in the United States is is bright because, like so for example, last week it was a derby game, a, a game be, between LA, um, the two LA teams, and they, uh, in the game there were over eighty thousand people. Uh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. It, well, it's it's definitely growing. It's definitely getting more popular by the year. In America, I mean, there's no question about that. And I think with the World Cup coming to North America, you know, in uh, three years from now, uh, that that should also help out the sport immeasurably. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, just to throw one comment for the basketball, uh, the Kings, I, I don't have a really good feeling about them. If they don't have any more, um, you know, um, uh, more enforcement for their team, they really need the, uh, the backup uh, point guard because, like you said, so, so many times, if Fox get hurt, what's going to happen? I mean, it, it, uh, it was out for some game last season, and we saw what happened. Uh, so yep. we can really compete in the playoffs. I mean, let's hope we're going to make the playoffs. And also, you need a big guy for rebounds. That's the two, two big spots that we need. And I hope they do some moves for that. Yeah, I think, you know, it would be interesting to see what they do before the roster is finalized going into the season. But I'm with you. I still think those are needs for this team. Yeah, um, as far as Saponi, he's going to get the max deal. But what do you think about Saponi's performance um, in, in the playoffs? I, I don't think he was, was on that level he should be. Yeah, exactly. I mean... Uh, do you think did he actually deserved the max deal for somebody who doesn't really show up on the playoffs? Well, you know, he took less than the max, but he's still making a ton of money. Um, you, you really don't judge somebody based on seven games. You judge someone based on their totality when their body of work and his body of work was an A level. So, yes, I do believe that he deserved that, even though the matchup for him was not good in the Warriors series. But yes, I do think he deserved that. I think he earned that based on how he played during the course of the season. Yes, I believe he showed that he's worth that. Okay, because a lot of time when I hear you talking about all the sports, uh, especially football, when you see a quarterback that don't really um, show up for the playoffs and um, you always say that what is more important is for the, the player, uh, the star to show up at the playoffs. Otherwise, you know, We'll that's true. That, that, I, I, I do agree with that, but that's the first playoff series with Sacramento. And so I'm not ready to bury the guy after one playoff series, which was not a good matchup for him. He did not play well against the Warriors during the regular season. That's just not a good matchup for him. So I'm not going to penalize him for his playoff performance against Golden State because I'm looking at the big picture. 
But yeah, I have said that in the past, but I, I can't say that about DeMontis Sabonis. It's been one playoff series. The sample size is way too small. Okay. So let me ask you something, because I don't really know much about Sabonis. Before he went to the Kings, how he was his uh, other playoffs appearances? With the, not with not the great, but I mean, not not great, but I also think, um, you know, it's a completely different team with different personnel. And um, so, you know, let's see, you know, again, um, he, he did not take the max deal, by the way. I think it's important to point that out. He took less than the max deal. So we'll, time okay. will tell, I guess, Lateris. I think it's a very fair question. I think it's an interesting question, and I will answer it by saying time will tell. Okay. Okay, well, thank you, Grant. That's all I have. Thank you. I mean, the reality is there are a lot of athletes that are very good in the regular season and not good in the postseason. Chris Weber was like that. Chris was never a star in the postseason. Never. Not once. Not one time. Not once. So, you know, it happens. You know, it happens. Barry Bonds had one good postseason. You know, Barry Bonds in the playoffs was awful. Awful for most of his career. Dave Winfield, terrible in the postseason. Absolutely horrendous in the postseason. You know, I can go on and on. I can list a lot of guys in all sports. Donovan McNabb, horrible in the postseason. Awful. Terrible. That's why when people talk to me about McNabb in the Hall of Fame, I laugh. I'm like, are you kidding me? McNabb, a Hall of Famer? Are you serious? You ever watch him play in January? Are you kidding me? So, yeah, I do look at postseason. I think it's very important. And I think it's a fair point that Lepteris makes. Sabonis was terrible in the postseason this year. I mean, it's you just got to call it the way it is. He was terrible. But again, he did not take the Max Steele. He could have. But he did not. He wanted to give the team a little more flexibility in putting players around him, which is very smart. And I think Sabonis could be even better this year, particularly if Keegan Murray is your starting small forward, which is going to give Sabonis a lot more room to do what he does. I think it could be a really interesting combination. The question is who will be your power forward? All right. If you want to get in on the program, Raise your hand uh, and we will do it. But it's a very good question by Lefteris because there are examples in many, many sport, many sport about athletes who excel during the regular season but melt in the postseason. And I do mean melt, okay? I mean, it's just the way it is. You know, I, why is that? I, I, some, some players are able to step up to the pressure. Some people are just made for the moment, right? Reggie Jackson, Mr. October. He lived for October. There are other athletes that live for the regular season. And when the postseason happens, they regress. They don't play in the postseason the way they did during the regular season. All sports, there were examples of that. All sports. Just the way it is, you know? I mean, if you look at Eli Manning, Eli Manning was great in the playoffs. Not good, great. Great. Big games. 
great. Okay. Maybe you look at his regular season and you would say, eh, but in big games and the playoffs, the guy was dynamite. Like great, not good. Great. You know, give me a quarterback like that any day of the week over Donovan McNabb, any day of the week. You know, what do they say about Lamar Jackson? Can't get the job done in the postseason. Has been in the postseason several times and has melted, has not played well, has not been the same quarterback that he has been during the regular season. Why is that? Is it because of matchups? Is it because of the players around him? And how they performed in those postseason games? Or is it because of Lamar Jackson turning the ball over, making mistakes? You, know, you have to analyze how an individual performs snap by snap. And with Lamar Jackson, it has not been good. Right? Tom Brady, postseason, great. Correct? I mean, you look at Kirk Cousins. Cousins very rarely plays well in a big game. His biggest win was at New Orleans against Drew Brees in the playoffs a couple of years ago. Other than that, if you look at Kirk Cousins in big games, it's terrible. Well, why is that? The guy slings the ball all over the field all the time in just about every other game. But in big games, guy doesn't get the job done and doesn't play well. Why is that? You know, I get certain individuals get it done in crunch time and others don't. Just the way it is. Just the way it is. All right, again, if you want to get in on the program, raise your hand and we'll do this. Since it is the end of the week for John, I'm going to let him come back on and make believe, let's say it's a Friday, since he's not going to be able to do it. John, go ahead. I'm going to let you back on. Well, hey, it's uh, No Helmet Wednesday, as I call it, but whatever it is, thanks for letting me on again. Look, it's in, uh, as in playoffs, it's about elite competition. When guys get to the playoffs, they're not playing everybody that they played during the regular season. They're playing Very elite true. players, and it's elite competition. And look, as you were saying about Chris Weber, he wasn't good in the postseason. Shit, Grant, he wasn't good in college in the postseason. The nope. Fab Five kicked nope. ass. Through it, but he fumbled his fingers and looked up, called a timeout, all the shit Weber's done. Yep. So I yep. wholeheartedly agree yep. with that. You're you are spot on, Grant. Once again, I had to hop Thank back you, on and, and see what Trent says about that. Thank you, bud. Take care. You know, again, it's just the truth. I mean, it just is. I mean, it's really undeniable. I mean, the stats speak for themselves. They speak for themselves. I mean, Chris used to get upset at me. Because I would say he's not a superstar. He's just an all-star. Then I said, well, in the postseason, he's not even an all-star. He just wasn't. I watched every single game that he played in the postseason and announced most of them. He was never great in the postseason, not even close to it. All right, let's get to uh, some more phone calls right here. And we say hello to uh, Jerry again. Hello, Jerry. And Grant, I know, sir, we're not supposed to call twice, Grant, and I apologize for that. But I thought since you know, since John did it, maybe I could come on there too. Go ahead, buddy. 
Grant, you know what? You didn't mention James Harden. Why in the hell would any GM want James Harden? Yes, he's great in the regular season, but he disappears in the postseason. What do you think the problem is with that, Grant? Why Why can't he I don't know in the postseason? And his sample size is rather large. I don't know. I, you're right. I should have mentioned him, but I'm doing all this off the top of my head, and I don't have a list <laughs> written down in front of me. I don't have the answer to that. All, all, all I can tell you is the facts speak for themselves. The numbers don't lie. And uh, you know you know how I feel about Harden. I've been saying right. this for years and years and years. I don't understand why any general manager would want him on their team. Grant, if you were Monty McNair, would you want him on your team? Of course not. Monty McNair and had him on his team. When Monty McNair was in Houston, he was on uh, the Houston Rockets. And Grant, you know, if memory uh, recalls me good, uh, didn't he have one good playoff game this year and then that was it? Yep, one. Yep. Oh, jeez. Oh, yep. And he probably tries to blame everybody else. Uh, I don't know who he's blaming or what have you, but uh, numbers don't lie and results don't lie. And his are awful. Awful. Grant, thanks for taking my call, sir. Appreciate it. All right, buddy. My pleasure. All right, let's move along right here. And uh, we do say hello to uh, Trent on this open forum Wednesday. Hey, Trent. Hey, good afternoon, Grant. Uh, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Um, you know, I just came to mind. Um, is that celebrity golf tournament this weekend at Edgewood? Yes, it is. Wow, I just thought of that right now, and I just right as Johnny was mentioning my name. So, thanks to Johnny, and um, I uh, was wondering if you watched that congressional hearing uh, with the PGA and with the PG with the guys from the PGA Tour talking about. The, the state of affairs. I did not. I, I don't want my sports uh, being discussed in hearings on Capitol Hill. So, no, I have no interest in that. Uh, the only interest I have is watching golf on the weekends. Tell me what the result is going to be once it's done. But going through and listening to politicians grill others on the state of affairs, I have no interest in that. So I did not, I did not watch it, no. All right, that sounds good. Well, I appreciate the time. Thanks for having me, and have a great show. Have a great weekend. Have a great week. Thank, Thank you. you. You too. Bye-bye. All right, we get to uh, Lift Terrace again. Go ahead, Lift Terrace. I just want to continue the trend of calling twice today. Uh, Go ahead. So I have one theory, and tell me if I, I could be wrong, why players don't do well on the playoffs, but they still, general manager wants to get them on their teams because they are very good on the regular season. For me, I think the reason behind it is money. Is that if the popular players sign up for their team, even though they know that he's not going to be very good on the playoffs, but the number of regular games increased attendance, uh, the number of sh uh, t-shirts to sell, and the popularity of the player, maybe it's a factor why they go after uh, players, uh, because it's the the more number of games, the more money they make. What do you think about that? I've never met. I've never been around a general manager. I've never talked to a general manager, and I've never uh, known a general manager to ever factor that in to signing a player. Now, an owner might, but not to a general manager, because if a general manager doesn't win in the playoffs, they're unemployed, and so a general manager doesn't care about that stuff. An owner might, but when a general manager, you know, is putting together a team. They don't think about that. The general manager is thinking about, okay, you know, is this individual going to help me retain my job 
And by that, are we going to be able to win in the playoffs? It's not based on, you know, merchandise sales, ticket sales, because if you win, that takes care of itself. Winning takes care of itself. But, you know, again, I, I, I've been in pro sports a long time. I've never been around a general manager that ever gave that any thought. Okay, we don't think that some general managers get influenced by the owners. Uh, tell them what they, uh, they're, they're, the, the meddling owners, yes. But mo the, again, most general managers, when they take the job, almost all of them take the job thinking that they can win a championship and that they're going to build a championship team. And so they factor in all of these things in terms of how to how does a player perform in the postseason. Like Daryl Morey is walking around with blinders on because he's in love with James Harden and has wanted him at every turn, right? And you have to ask yourself, why is that? It's not because of ticket sales. It's not because of merchandise. It's because in his mind, he feels like he truly can win with James Harden in the postseason. But the proof is in the pudding. You can't. Okay. Thank you, John. Thank you, Lefteris. I appreciate that. All right. Always fun being here on uh, Open Forum Wednesday. Uh, tomorrow, I'll be back on YouTube. And if you don't like that, we'll do that tomorrow. I'm not sure of the time yet. I'm experimenting with uh, different times. We might do tomorrow as I'm sitting here looking at the schedule and everything. We'll probably do uh, 7 o'clock Pacific time tomorrow. Now that I'm looking at all of this, probably going to do 7 o'clock. Yeah, probably seven o'clock Pacific time tomorrow. I don't want to keep Patrick up too late on the East Coast, you know. Got to give, got to give Patrick a break. But uh, so yeah, tomorrow we'll probably do it at uh, seven o'clock. Hope that you are having a great week. Good to hear from everybody, including twice. And we're like family here, Jerry. I hope that things remain under control with your blood pressure, John. Have a safe trip to uh, see your son down in SoCal, and uh, for everybody else, enjoy your rest of your week. Have a great time. And thank you so much for being right here on Open Form Wednesday. You take care now. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye, everybody. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.